Hello and welcome back to Explicitly Us. Fun, friendly and good for the whole family. It's sure to put a smile on your face. So get ready all the way from Table 19 Studios, your hosts Andy and Trista. I don't even know what that wink means. What does that wink even mean? I've been doing the wink a lot lately. I know, I don't, I don't know what that means. You should explain yourself. <laughs> we just got done having a 15-minute conversation. I know. And it, it would have been not for the podcast, though. I feel like it should have been. No. We are talking about one of our children and the sports activity that they are involved in in our community, and some of the things we've noticed about, or some of the things we noticed a difference in between pre and post. COVID, I don't, I don't know that uh, you would associate the changes with COVID. I do. I think when everything was shut down and people were functioning normal and then everything was shut down and people were locked in like animals and then you go through the next two years of that. You have the school getting affected. You have people's work getting affected. You have families getting affected for holidays and things that balance their lives. People Church, getting COVID and being sick. People getting COVID. Family members dying. Mm-hmm. Family members getting sick. Um, spiritual imbalance with people not being in church the way they should be. Uh, you have all those things just jacking your life up. And then you come back and you you. Try to be the same as you were, but when you don't realize that you've been affected emotionally, maybe like all those things contribute to the emotion of the person. And now you're affected emotionally and you you don't realize that perhaps you have a fear or an anxiety that you didn't have before. You you recognize when someone is reaching out for a handshake you know, you recognize if somebody's talking too close to you. You recognize if somebody has, you know, and if somebody walks into the store in front of you, you might see them hit the hand sanitizer, and you're like, okay, that's, I remember why we were doing that. Just, you, you somebody see, coughs. Somebody coughs. Coughing is a trigger. Like, you automatically, your mind goes, COVID. Right. <laughs> it's right. weird. Uh, yeah, people feel bad for coughing. Yeah. They feel like they like should, you they, you're anymore. not allowed to cough. Um, there's, there's a lot of emotional things that, that have happened to us that I don't, um, and, and those things have affected how we deal with one another, how we talk to one another, the amount of, uh, patience we have with one another. And I think it's shown itself in community sports and you're, you're experiencing some of that, I think. And and that's what you were talking about. The and it's not necessarily you know we're not going to go through the whole situation, but just you know adults aren't the particular adults aren't having as much patience, right, mm-hmm. with people and kids. Um, things that were fun and frivolous are now more serious. Um, that's the way this this particular community program has been working out, but other things can be different, you know, uh, as far as your work situation, church. I mean, how many people have left church or changed churches 
because of a health stance or a health opinion of a pastor or people in the church. I know of several personal friends, friends, very good friends that have left the church based on health, um, a stance or opinion or the way it was applied, some of these contingencies, and that's not the right word, Protocols. protocols was applied to church. That's fascinating to me. That is absolutely fascinating. Um, absolutely. Is, is, is it a uh, reason or uh, is it okay to change churches for that? Absolutely not. Abs- abs- in no way is it okay. If that church was where God wanted to have you before, uh, a pandemic or a health scare uh, that was grossly elevated by the media, grossly, um, should not be a reason for you to leave a church. Um, it all comes down to being, you know, you disagree with somebody. But, uh, man, and then and, and that's just a side thing. You that's just the way it's affected us, you is know all what I'm saying. phrase I hate, though? Tell me. This is the new normal oh yeah i hate that this too this is our new normal i hate the new norm phrase and we're all in it together i hated that one phrase um those are two phrases that i really could not stand so not not to go off on a rant about church it's just the pandemic has affected people various people differently even families have gotten like how many families do you think trista family members are not talking to each other either the same way as much or at all because of disagreements. Well, and it's crazy because it used to be, you don't talk about politics, you don't talk about religion. And now we're like adding COVID yeah, into it. You don't you talk don't, about COVID. Well, you don't talk about health. <laughs> we don't talk about COVID. No, no. You don't talk about COVID. You don't talk about religion. You don't talk about, what was the other one? Politics. politics. Which, which, okay. And we are laughing because we disagree with that. You do talk about religion. You do talk about politics and you do talk about health. You have to. You, you do. It's part of you life. And, and you're not going to be able to exercise your thoughts or opinions or throw them against the wall unless you do talk about them. So all that to say, how many family members do you think don't, I mean, they family and they don't talk the same way or as much or at all. Some family members have broken up because of this. That's insane. You know who's doing well through all of this? Um, I don't. Psychiatrists. Oh, yeah. They're, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Trish. That's a good point. You know. They're they like, Their yes. books are full. <laughs> their books are full. And you know who else is doing well by this? Like, more than the psychiatrists? The drug companies. Mm. You know how many new prescriptions of anxiety medication? That's true. Are probably being dished That's out? That's true. Not to mention just the COVID vaccinations and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. These drug companies. And, and is it any wonder why the drug companies and all these people are uh, lobbying all the politicians, right? Is Just wake up. Just wake up, people. Think for yourself. Stop following any media. Just stop it and just 
Live your life. Live your life. Get out there and live. Step back. Live your life and say, you know what? There's a lot of crazy people up out Breathe there. Breathe in the fresh air. But I'm going to go to the lake. <laughs> I'm going to go fishing. I'm not dealing with this. And when people uh, try to stress you out, um, put them in their place, man. I mean, just really say, just why? Put. I mean, don't. I'm, I, I almost said ignore them. But don't ignore them. Don't ignore them. Just politely lovingly say i disagree with you truth and grace truth and grace <laughs> truth and grace so you know i don't feel that way at all but uh do you want to go get some date <laughs> you know do you want to i don't know it's just so aggravating the way people are treating one another and you you all know i'm the pastor of a church my wife works heavily in the church and we've experienced it in our church people that were coming who said it was the greatest thing. They love coming to church. It's so encouraging. All of a sudden... We didn't enforce masks. Literally, literally, literally. All right. <laughs> we weren't even going to talk about this today. This came no, out of nowhere. No, this did come out of nowhere. <laughs> and uh, we're not trying to... We're not trying to keep COVID alive either. <laughs> and I just had to stop because, you know, I didn't want to say anything. Um, but personally... I've been called a racist. Mm. I've been called a racist. Yeah. That because it had no, and it had nothing to do with race. Nothing to do with race. But because of my politics, literally it was only because of my politics I was a racist. So am I stressed about it? Absolutely not. I have been called a lot of things, Trista. I've been accused of a lot of things uh, in my life. Even recently, I've been called a lot of things, and it kind of, I, I have a very strange personality. It actually gives me a lot of perspective, and it, it helps me exercise grace, because you don't really, you don't have an opportunity to exercise grace mm -hmm. until somebody is being mean, hateful, or ungraceful towards you. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, what is grace for? Right. It's, it's, it's like the Bible says, it's easy to love somebody that loves you. Right. But when somebody is being hateful towards you or, or unloving, that is the time to literally go to the gym of grace and start exercising. And I find that's what I end up turning to, I guess. And I feel like you're able to, whereas start with me, I take everything like extremely personal, right? You don't say. To myself, my core. This is new. But you tend to take everything and reflect on it and think this person has a problem. You don't like take it personally the same way. You're able to turn it around and say, I can see that this person is struggling. This person, you know has these issues going on in their life causing them to lash out at me in this way your perspective is to. very different i try to and at the same time lest any of you out there think that i'm some awesome person at the same time i do one of those things that i think are wrong with the people is they're psycho <laughs> they're psychotic like they're just their personality is you know they're an idiot i mean and that's that's the negative side of me casting all of that on them and some of the negative too would be not taking personal 
um, if, if there is something that I did that was wrong, you know, not taking personal responsibility for that, it can be a side effect of also being able to cast and look at others as well. But I, I try to, as you say, try to think that they're going through more than what's between us. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something else bothering them. Right. I feel like there was a situation that happened recently and not the one that you're thinking of, but a different situation where nobody got mad at us or anything. It was just, they were really, you know, this, they just had a bad attitude lately. It's like a lot of bad attitude. And it made me think it was nobody local. I forget who it was. I can't think about it. I don't, I can't think of it, but it made me think like, there's something, you know, there's something going on. And, like, and it's the old adage that they say, you know, Everybody's going through something. Be mm-hmm. careful how you treat people because you don't know what's going on in their lives. And I think pride gets in the way and we we want everybody to treat us different. So has COVID changed you? That's the question for today. Have Me you, or the listeners? The, the listeners. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that was personal. <laughs> <laughs> we know COVID has changed you. <laughs> how the, much time do we uh, have? <laughs> you're broken (laughs) Uh, I was broken long before COVID (laughs) I have dulled the knives (laughs) Uh, that's funny so anywho the rest of you the, the rest of you has COVID changed you at all you can answer us Trista where can they answer us Feel free to contact us and share your deepest, darkest secrets. That's right. I can't even remember it now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it, I got it, I got it. Explicitly us at gmail.com. There we go. I was like, wait, wait, what is it? Don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. It's still not a, a really good, uh, I need to record a better one. So let us know if it has changed you in any way, either good bad if you find yourself being critical if you find yourself being maybe maybe it's like okay here's how you've changed and you don't realize you've changed okay when maybe you because as every let's put it this way every church out there has lost people due to covid not in death and that's what's sad is they've lost membership right so every church is out there now you're you're in the church you're a member and you're you stayed but can you say to yourself well i understand why they felt like they had to leave if you can say i understand i can yeah i understand why they left have you changed has 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 covid changed the way you think has it changed you, right? It's it's very subtle sometimes. I wonder, and I'm not sure, but I wonder if the last two years have changed our kids. Would we know? Because they're growing and developing. I will say I thank God for homeschooling because our kids aren't two years behind. Yeah, I mean, as far as their daily schedule, there wasn't really much that changed with them other than you know, sports. I feel like going into stores. I feel like, all right. So where's the balance? Where's the balance in completely blocking out 
the news and society and fashion. And when I say fashion, I'm not talking about clothing, but I'm talking about language, you know, um, new technology, technology, uh, just every little nuance of changing culture. Okay. Where's the balance between completely blocking all that out and letting it all in? Because quite frankly, I take in news. I, I know what's going on in the world. Our kids don't. They don't take in news. We don't have news playing in the background. We don't play all kinds of news. Our, our kids are they quite... They get what we tell them. We get what they tell them. And so I do wonder in the coming years that when they walk out into the world on their own and people are saying and doing things and they're like, when did that happen? Well, here's an example because this goes right along with that. Um, we canceled our Disney subscription, but we still have it you know, for a certain amount of months until our subscription runs out. And so the kids will get on there and there'll be trailers for things. Mm-hmm. So were you in, in the room when I had this conversation? No, I haven't the heard kids? this story. Okay. This is new for me too, folks. All right, so we're, all, we're all hearing about this together. So they're all in the kitchen. We're talking and stuff. And they're talking about the um, new Buzz Lightyear Toy Story movie that's coming out. Which there's some reason why we're not no, watching it. I don't remember is. why. And... And so I said, you know, I know it looks good. It looks exciting. And we've watched all the other ones, but there's some stuff in it um, that is inappropriate. I, I, I like to use the word inappropriate Correct. with them about things just to generalize it. So there's some in, inappropriate stuff in it. So we're not going to be able to watch this one. And the youngest two were just like, oh, man, you know. They're probably thinking, you know, kissing or stuff. Which now, <laughs> let me tell you that our children do listen to this podcast. So, just as a reminder, I don't think the little boys do. No, but Callie does. Okay. So, just as a yep. reminder, and so they like took that and they were good. I think Callie was a little more like questioning, but she was fine too. The three of them left, whereas Clayton stayed around a little longer after they all left. And he was asking some more questions. And you've had conversations with him, so he's a little more knowledgeable about certain aspects in the world Mm -hmm. and things going on. And so I did take a little more time to explain in depth what it was that was inappropriate content about this. And it was a relationship. Same sex. With a main character in the show, yes. Yeah. Stuff to go along with that. They Disney took that agenda and ran with it. They took the homosexual agenda and they're On purpose. They're, they're pushing it. Of course. Which they've stated they're pushing yeah. and that's why we canceled it. And so I was able to tell the boys what they needed to know at this point in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, Callie was content with what I had told her. And Clay was at an age where I felt like it was fine. He knew about this, you know, type of situation. Mm-hmm. And so I explained to him what it was more precisely that was in the movie that made it inappropriate so that we wouldn't be watching it. So he was able to be like, oh man, that's terrible. Why would they do that? You know, that's sad. We were able to have that conversation at this point in his life where he was ready for that. Right. So now he's going to be able to take that. It was a teaching moment, you know, for when he goes out into the world, he'll be able to recognize those things from 
an appropriate conversation that we had with him. Whereas, you know, the little boys will get to that eventually, but it was a good teaching moment. Okay. We had a conversation the other day. I don't think it was on here. Guys, we have a terrible memory with what we've talked about on here and what we haven't because our conversations are very real. We say that a lot, but they are being genuine. Um, Trista, we're, I, I don't think we talked about it in here, so let's talk about it. I want to say to all the preachers who may be listening or anyone who's ever preached against Disney, you have been vindicated. I remember growing up in a preacher's home. My dad never preached against Disney. I can't say he, he preached against uh, what you watch on television. You know, he never preached directly against the television. Although we grew up without a television in our home, we had a VHS and a monitor. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Have we? Yeah. yeah. So, but my dad never preached against those things. But I've been around a lot of preachers who did preach against it, preached against witchcraft, preached against all these things. And whereas we say, well, some of those things are innocent and it's just the common story of the princess and the pea and, you know, fairy tales. Fairy tales. And it's just, listen, the way of the world is increase, increase more and more towards sin. That is, they don't have a, a limit here. And so when a lot of preachers preached against these things, they preached against letting it into your home because of where it would lead. Not always where it was, but where it would lead. But let's, I mean. Because it captures the heart. It does. And quite frankly, just the sorcery alone, there are, and and full full disclosure, there's a lot of Walt Disney that we have watched and we have watched it with our kids and uh, there's some movies, however, that are so ingrained with sorcery that we we don't we don't watch those. There's some that we have, and then there's some we haven't. And um, I don't have an excuse, or I can't explain myself as to why we would allow some and not the other. Sometimes it's the spirit of the movie, um, the movie Brave. If you've ever seen that. The, the subject matter of the movie is the girl is rebellious against her mother and she is, I'm going to use the word again, vindicated, I think. Uh, it, it sheds her in a good light. She's strong, right? She's bold. She goes out and makes her own way, right? And uh, there's a lot of movies like that. Where the spirit, you can just sense the wrong spirit within the movie. Well, and there's been that recent trend by Disney to take the villains of the old yes. Disney movies yes. and create a storyline around them to make them look like they're actually yes. good. There was a reason why this happened and that happened. Right. So good becomes evil, evil becomes good. And it's amazing the amount of Christians who are celebrating that that straight up it's i it's it's an ideology y'all it's it's a it's a they're programming kids 
to be okay with evil and wrong they're creating they're they're taking what was black and white and they and maybe there was a very very thin line of gray and they're taking and just ripping this open and just spreading gray into both categories right and they're doing it with your kids and Disney's doing it. I don't. How do we get off on Disney? <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess it comes back to what I was saying about preachers. If you ever preached against Disney and people called you crazy, why did they call you crazy? Because they wanted to watch Disney. Because they listen. You've been vindicated. Disney has gone to hell in a handbasket. And, um, and how much of us grew up on all of the like old, oh yeah, wonderful well, Disney songs? There were so much. There has been so much really good Disney content. There has been. I'm not saying there's no good Disney production, even though when you study Walt Disney's life, you can see how he definitely could have been used to launch this thing because of where it is today i don't think i think disney if we can use the phrase would be rolling in his grave is that how they say it rolling over in his grave i i think that's true he would be if he saw what was happening today however in his time he was he was very much um a a kind of rebel uh, in a sense um so okay Silence. <laughs> Gather your thoughts. Gather my thoughts. Five Mile Creek, Walt Disney production. Incredible, right? Iron Will. Newsies. Newsies. Uh, a lot of movies have been produced that we still watch to this day. And I think what we've come to as a family, if we can say this, is is Walt Disney has put out bad content with their new management. And for me... This could be wrong. You could might call me a hypocrite, but I've separated Walt Disney into two separate companies. They're the same name, but it's two separate companies. And this new company that they've evolved into, I don't support at all. But the old company where there's a lot of content that was put forth under Walt Disney and a more conservative approach where it was very much heroism, and, and the man was the hero and the woman was the one that needed to be rescued. Uh, and then you, you start to see small changes like Mulan. You know, you start seeing these small changes in these, in these, and that's where it starts creeping Let's in. Let's get down to business. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it slightly changed where you're still okay with it. You're still okay with Mulan, but that's the start of feminism, right? Um, now, Trista, I can't watch movies. I can't. Like, I do. But anytime... You're very critical. I'm extremely critical. Because, like, you see it everywhere. You see it everywhere. Propaganda. Yeah, it's straight up propaganda. Um, Man, the girl in in every show is, like, five times stronger. (laughs) Five times stronger than the guy. The guy gets hit once he's down. The girl gets hit. She jumps back up and takes out four guys. It's it's idiocy. It's idiocy. I guess I'm a male chauvinist. I guess that's you what it, I guess that's what it is, Trista. Because I believe that women are a weaker vessel 
in strength, in physical strength, because I believe that I'm a male chauvinist, I guess what it comes down to. And realism is men have a desire to rescue. Men are rescuers. And women traditionally are complemented by being rescued. The woman trips and falls into the guy's arms, <laughs> right? A guy tripping and falling into a woman's arms is what we're coming to now. That's that's literally that 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 picture that's being created in your head right now that you're laughing at is what the world is. It's men Everything tripping and falling. Backwards. It's men tripping and falling and a woman catching him as if a woman could catch him the way a man would catch a woman. It's no, almost like, she would fall too. It's almost like we have this information in the Bible that this would happen. That's, it's almost like. Almost, That's what it is. Almost, Trista. If only it's the Bible. It's almost like people don't read the Bible anymore. I don't know. I'm getting. You know what I'm getting tired of? Can I just vent a <laughs> little more? I think that's more? what this whole podcast is today. I'm getting tired of Christians arguing with Christians about the kind of stuff I'm saying. Mm, preach. Christians that know the Bible are refusing to say, you know what? You are right. I see it. I, I have no problem with saying, hey, I've been wrong in some things. But yet, because of the hold that media and friends and society has on Christians, Christians won't admit it. They'll, they'll make an excuse for Disney so they can keep watching, so they can go and support Disneyland. I think it would be amazing to go to Disneyland. I think it would, only because of what everybody said. Now, I'll be honest. I don't get it. I don't see what's so great about it. It's magical. I know. I don't I don't get it, but I think it would be amazing to go because every single person that's ever been says it's awesome. So I don't know what it is. Is it? I, I don't know what it is that's awesome. Um, it's Disney World. I don't. I don't. It's just awesome. But it's magical. I already said that. I know. <laughs> but I don't know if I ever will. I don't know if I'll ever go. It's a theme park. Yeah, I and you're, I you're that's why I would go. You're a theme park person or you're not. You're either a Disney but, lover or you're not. Like if you're not a D Disney lover and you're not a theme park person, then you're just going to be like it's Disney World. A lot of people are there. You pay a lot of money. You pay a lot of money for everything in there. And I'm and I'm sure there's some really amazing stuff. But I know some some people are so supportive, so supportive of some of these companies that they make excuses for the agenda of these companies. Can you explain that to me? Well, I think it boils down to one thing. Uh oh, <laughs> clear off a spot. I think as Christians in general we've become very short-sighted. Everything is about what happens in this life and people stop thinking about eternity, that this life is like this little bitty tiny speck and what we do in it affects the rest of our eternity. Mm -hmm. And people are just focused on all that they can do and enjoy in that little speck. Mm-hmm. And they just lose sight of why we're living in this little speck. True. 
And I personally take offense that I feel like you are talking directly to me. Because I was pointing my finger like this. <laughs> I'm just trying to point out this little bitty speck right here. It, you're, that you're, is your life. You are completely right. You are you are completely right. I, I mean, if people had their mind focused on eternity, how much different... If everybody had their mind focused on eternity, how much different would, would life be? Yes. Yes. Like every... And it's a decision you have to make literally every day, every day. when you get up. Yeah. Or else you do. You just lose focus and it's Easily. just all about my life. I've been... My I, life. I have been um, thinking about this message that I'd like to preach on distractions. Mm. I think the word distractions... Um, the thought of distractions is amazing and, and so applicable to our lives. Uh, I, I was preaching on something else and I used this as a point in my message and I used this illustration. I don't know if you were in there or not, but when someone is golfing and Somebody might yell right when they take a shot. Why? They're yelling to distract them. That's not allowed in mm -hmm. golf. However, if somebody is... Shooting a free throw. Shooting a free throw, <laughs> right? Or they're about to hit a baseball. Then there's other distractions that people will yell at them. And that's allowed. Distractions are, are, are a very... It's a, it's, very interesting subject to consider. Now you take that into life and the various kinds of distractions in various times in our lives. And as I sit here, I can't think of how I applied that, but it was a good illustration at the time. Mm -hmm. But I think about kids. Well, and that's the devil's plan. If he can just distract oh, people. Yeah. Like we think of the devil like evil, evil. If he can just distract people yeah. with fun things, I, I, then we he all, wins. We always say, the, there's no better place the devil wants you than in church. The devil wants you in church. He wants you faithful in church. He just wants you distracted enough to where you have a bad attitude, to where you don't listen to the preaching, to where you're critical, to where you're divisive, to where you don't go uh, on to church activities, where you're not fully supportive of your your brothers and sisters. He just wants you to be, he wants you to look great, act great. But he wants you to be distracted by sports. He wants you to be distracted by media. He wants you to be distracted by politics. He wants you to be distracted by hobbies. It, and it's, it's a very slight what people are distracted by. And it's a lot in teenagers' lives. And that's my thought behind it. I was thinking about youth. And I was thinking about our kids growing up. And right now, our kids don't really have... I guess I didn't at their age either, but they don't really have a, a vision for life. They're still enjoying childhood. But I, I have to question and ask myself how much of it is a distraction of video games? How many is it as a distractive a distraction of, you know, hobbies and, and little things like this? Um, we just can't be distracted from the goal because only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last, right? 
We've done a lot of preaching on this podcast today, both of us. I know. Both of us? <laughs> you did a good job preaching, Trista, absolutely. I don't know what to tell you. She's a good preacher. You guys think I write my own message, but I don't. Do you have a word of the day? I just wanted to share oh. a podcast recommendation really quick. Oh, okay, go ahead. I discovered this week, it's called Enjoying the Journey with Scott Pauley. Enjoying the Journey with Scott Pauley. And he puts out a 10-minute inspirational podcast. Very good. Biblical very biblical good. truth 10 minutes every day he's got like yeah. almost 2,000 podcasts out yeah so it's a good listen yeah he, he's obviously been doing it for a long time we listened to one the other day it was very good if you want to listen to the same one we listened to the other day and that we recommend do you have the number or the date for that one um, there, it was really good. it's his most recent little series he did on the gospel family so there's part one two three and an introduction it was the last week, like episode 1,194, 95, 96, 97. Starts with 1,194? Yeah. 1,194, go there and listen to it. Enjoying the journey with Scott Polly. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, we call them the we call it the, the Pauline podcast. You had the Pauline epistles. Mm-hmm. This is the Pauline uh, podcast. One. Yeah, he, he should have hired me to... <laughs> No, good guy. Ran into him once or twice in my life. Literally ran into him? <laughs> Literally ran into him <laughs> once or twice. So he, he he won't remember me, but he was very influential in my life. Bless his heart. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Trista, thanks for letting me vent a little bit today. Yeah. I'm sure there was other things we should have talked about. Uh, Father's Day is tomorrow. <laughs> I mean... Father's Day was in the past. <sighs> Father's Day Look is in the past. You. Unbelievable. And uh, we hope you had a great Father's Day. Are you fathers out there? <laughs> was that too much? <laughs> yeah. Father one and father two. I feel like you. I feel like we are trying to end this podcast. <laughs> but listen, watch, watch. Hold on. Yeah, Ooh. we went too long. <laughs> we missed the whole outro with covering it. I, I guess I was going to say is we don't really have anything to put on Instagram. Like through all that talking. The podcast recommendation. Okay, we'll put that on there. Um, <laughs> we don't really want to post anything Disney. No, we can put a Disney sign with a big old slash going through <laughs> or something. I'm just done with these. You know, here's the thing. The world is not bothering me. It's the Christians that are bothering me. It's not the world. The world's the world. The world's always going to be the world. It's the Christians who make excuses for the world and who get mad at other Christians for trying to take a stand. I don't care if you agree with my stand or not. Other people take a stand. Some people I know take a stand not to go to a restaurant that has alcohol in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I know Christians that will make fun of them. Shut your mouth. Mm -hmm. Support them for trying to take some kind of stand. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm just just done with Christians being hateful and divisive. And I don't have the... Listen, when you go listen to Mr. Pauly over there, (laughs) his demeanor is not mine. His demeanor... You'll... Seriously, get his stuff in the morning. Listen to his stuff right after ours. It'll calm you down <laughs> from where we're getting you jacked up. His is going to calm you right down. You're going to face the day truly spiritually centered. And uh, he, he's got a really good um, podcast demeanor, I want to say. But he preaches like that, too. Yeah. Good preacher. Anyways, Trista, I'm sorry. 
Was that everything? We'll, we'll try to have content for you on on that wicked social media platform, Instagram, and uh, have. Hope you had a great Father's Day. Uh, oh, we'll, we we will be able to post uh, a picture of our Father's Day gift because I didn't do it last week. Okay. So I'll post a picture of our Father's Day gift we had in church yesterday. People loved it. And the one you're going to receive that you received yesterday oh, yeah. for Father's Day. Oh, yeah. I received a gift yesterday for Father's Day. It's the thing I already know what I'm getting. So, yeah. All right. Trista, once again, let's, right. let's try this outro again. Love you. Love you. All right. Hey, wait a second. Did you know Explicitly Us is on Instagram? Just search explicitly underscore us, or you can find the link on the show description. You will be able to see photos and videos on the various topics and stories we share. Do you have any friends? Invite them to share in the fun too. Until next time, be happy, be blessed.